What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned in to episode 26 of the In-Game Grind Podcast, the only podcast where we bully Nintendo into lowering the price of Joy-Cons. What's going on, everyone? I am your host, Jason, and as always, I am joined by my friend, my homie, soon-to-be UK drill rapper as soon as Watch Dogs Legion drops. Uh, Chris, tell the people what's going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, I'm about to be there, man. I can't fucking wait. Yo, what's up, people? I like my watch, but I would still like yours. Yeah, I'm about to put <laughs> someone through a window frame. So uh, on today's episode, we have... Uh, oh, it's kind of two topics, but it's also kind of the same topic, so I guess we'll just get right into it. Uh, a lot of if you are a Twitch streamer and you have streamed with some licensed music in the past, uh, there's a good chance that your VODs just aren't there anymore. <laughs> because last Tuesday, on uh, actually, no, this was around no, this was last Tuesday, uh, Twitch basically sent out an email to all partnered streamers. And I'm not even going to paraphrase, I'm going to send you, I'm going to read off the exact email, uh, email they received from Twitch. It said, we are writing to inform you that your channel was, sub was subject to one or more of these DMCA takedown notifications and that the content identified has been deleted. The email states, we recognize that by deleting this content, we are not giving you the option to file a counter notification or seek a retraction from the rights holder. In English, <laughs> that means- we're taking, we're taking your shit and we know you're not gonna be able to counter it so deal with it well no, no 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 here's the thing so for all the for those of you who don't know what the dmca is the dmca is the digital millennium copyright act so it was basically the 1998 act that essentially protects uh intellectual property on the internet so for example uh music videos logo basically anything that is owned by anyone's intellectual property on the internet is protected through copyright law that's essentially what that is and what Twitch is doing is Twitch works with the DMCA like anything on the internet through copyright, but they operate through a three strike program, which means instead of for say, let's say you use some music that you don't own on your stream, instead of Sony RCA or any other big record company sending the suit to your front door, Twitch acts as the middleman to say, hey, here's a warning. You should take that down or you should remove it and don't do it again. And if you do it three times, it's a three strike thing. They will then ban your channel. So the reason they deleted all the videos once they got the influx was because if they had striked all of them, it would ban so many people's channels automatically through the three strike program. Because if you've been streaming for, let's say four years, right? And you've been using licensed, unlicensed music, four years worth of streaming you probably got about a good two one two hundred vods that's well over three strikes <laughs> so that yeah. would have just nuked your channel altogether. but uh essentially what's happening is twitch is saying look they get serious about this music shit like we cannot continue to do this so essentially was after the initial purge of people's vods and whatnot uh, they're essentially saying now it will restart to the three strike program. So now it's back to normal. But over the weekend or over the last week, I've seen people like Maximilian, the Black Hokage, uh, basically all these people who essentially just have all this music playing on their channels. And I think Maximilian said, I had to go through 40,000 VODs. These are VODs, clips, anything anything that's just using music they don't own because they could potentially get their channel taken down. These are people whose livelihoods are their Twitch channel. And it's, it, it doesn't really mean much for people like us where we stream every other blue moon, but for somebody that streams every day, like that's gotta be daunting. Like, could you imagine going through every stream you've done for like the X amount of years and anything with like a second of licensed music and you just have to get rid of it? like the the i because like i get where they're coming from because the music you know someone worked hard to make that music right but here's the thing on twitch unless you like kenny beats ain't nobody coming to your stream for the music right they're coming to see your content i feel like the music itself takes such a second to third to fourth fiddle in the grand scheme of it and i feel like it's it's 
it's up to the record companies it's up to the record companies because i feel like you've got people like uh logic Mm -hmm. who is uh an artist on twitch right now i guarantee you someone was like yo i accidentally used uh a song from bobby tarantino too i don't think he'll be upset well here's the thing here's the here's the thing you're missing with that i'm glad you brought up logic and kitty beats i'll, I'll throw another yeah. name in the hat t-pain yeah so these are three people who are very active on twitch and are extremely active in the music uh in the music industry the issue with this is logic does not own his music his company does or his record company his does. record label owns yeah. that music so unless you are somebody who has full ownership of your music them not having a problem with it isn't the issue it's the higher ups that actually own the masters to these music um to the music which is the issue and you're right a lot of no one unless you're streaming music no one's coming to your stream for music however in a court of law you can't prove that somebody donating or following you or subscribing you was it because of the music you see what i'm saying that's so stupid I, it, it is it so very dumb. much is, is but so as dumb. much as you cannot prove it they can't prove it but you can't disprove it in a court yeah. of law they will win every time yeah they will win every time and twitch who is a subsidiary of amazon they do not want to have their lawyers tied up with every fucking recording company on the planet they would rather just like look let's axe this off let's just mm-hmm. get rid of this but you're right it's stupid but it's the way things are because uh when you look at uh well i guess we'll get into that in the second topic but um when you look at these record companies that's why a lot of these artists like you see people like uh frank ocean and like Lil uzi vert holding off of releasing music because they don't want to be with these companies anymore they're literally locking their music up so that they can like drain it like remember when uh, again, this is more into the second topic, so I'll hold off on that comment. But uh, the thing <laughs> is, uh, you have you got some gas in the, in the tank. Well, I guess I, I guess I can use this example. We are the Disney Vault, right? Yeah. Like I remember in the early days of Netflix, there was Disney stuff on Netflix. Yeah. Stuff that was on HBO was on Netflix. But the reason that those people, the reason you don't have that on Netflix anymore, is because they're like, huh? Netflix is making a ton of money off of our stuff. If we just take our stuff that we own and make our own platform to charge people to look at it, we'll make people, e- will, come. We'll, people will come and we'll make our own money and we'll cut out the middleman. That is exactly what's happening here because these record companies are like, oh, uh, Twitch is actually quite profitable. And if people are making money off of something that we can't profit from, we want to cut that shit off. And it's stupid. And like you said, it is very minuscule in the grand scheme of streaming because unless you're like unless you like you said unless you're streaming the music no one goes yeah. on twitch and say hey i'm i'm playing uh i'm playing fortnite but i'm also listening to this new uh insert rapper slash band here album come through no one's doing that no but if you remember this is not just like conventional music. Remember when Kingdom Hearts 3 first dropped and nobody could stream it because yeah, uh, they were striking the copyrighted people. music? Yeah, the, the Utada Hikaru Skrillex track. Like everybody was like, you, if we play that shit, we'll we'll get it striked. And it's it. Bro, that's it's the quickest dumb. techno band I've ever seen. <laughs> Yo, the beat drops and so does your viewer <laughs> count. <laughs> but it's just in the grand scheme of things, you're right. It's so it's, dumb. it's it's very it's very dumb. Like I. On one hand, from like a business standpoint, I get it. You know, someone's making money off something that you quote unquote made slash produced. You you would want revenue off of that. But like, yeah, Twitch is profitable, but like they're not profiting from music. But you can't like prove you sh- that. And, and obviously you can't prove it. But it's like, um, what is it? If say you went to the music section of twitch mm-hmm. and they went like oh well we gotta copy strike that we gotta copy strike that that would make sense to me because it's like okay well they're literally in the music section they're literally doing the music they're literally using the tracks but it's like you're going into the video game or you're going into the podcast or they're just chatting and the talk shows and stuff and they just happen to have like a quiet sample beat in the background 
or you know um, one of my favorite streamers Lythero um, he has tracks from music uh, from video games going on in the background kind of all the time um, but like you're not seeing you're not going to see Japanese artists coming in and going oh no you can't use all music stop like are you fucking serious like <laughs> anybody who uses F-Zero music should honestly be getting paid because Nintendo doesn't even care about F Zero. Now, <laughs> to to your point, think about it like this, right? Let's say we go to a sporting event. Yeah. We obviously went to watch the said sporting event, right? Mm-hmm. And they start playing music over the loudspeaker. They have to pay that artist for that music. That's well, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. We we didn't come for this music. We might not even yeah. care for the music, but they yeah. still have to pay that artist. For that music plus you have to understand right like we listen to a lot of rap which is like a one-to-one thing like you write the lyrics you know a lot you write the lyrics somebody makes the beat and that's the end of it but you yep. have to think even deeper right um and like regular like r&b or just like regular singing the person who sung the song might not pe- be the person who wrote the song so when yeah. it comes down to people who need credit for that song you have the singer the writer the composer the person that you know what i'm saying the person that put this all together the person that mixed it like you have all of that shit like it's yeah. not like with kenny beats like kenny beats made the beat kenny said you can have it that's the end of it yeah. right like our homie mope makes beats if he makes a beat it says we can use it in the background of our podcast we can use it the the music that you hear right now on the background of our well not us because it's not edited but when you hear it you the listener that's listening to this the greatest podcast on the planet when you're listening to this the beat that you hear is by dj quads who we have an agreement with dj quads that we are allowed to use this as long as we give him credit and access to his socials in the description of anything that we use it on and that's the end shout out to dj quads <laughs> yeah shout out dj quads you know what i'm saying that's that's the agreement that we had when on the site where we found his stuff in his work. So like there's ways that when you own your own stuff, you can make the terms. Yeah. But that's the issue. A lot of the, the music that's in question, those people it's don't own, don't own yeah. their masters to the to make those decisions. Yeah. And uh, I do want to give a shout out to people like T-Pain who were like, I just want to make like I want to make like a 24 hour track or a 24-hour playlist that people can just use on Twitch and don't have to worry about DMCA because there's a lot of artists that'll come out and say, look, you can stream my stuff on Spotify. You don't have to worry about DMCA because I own my stuff. And this is probably going to be a big come-up for a lot of producers and a lot of artists because it's like people are going to need music. Like, honestly, I <laughs> uh, one of the people that I, I stream or I watch their stream quite, uh, quite a bit is Shofu. He makes yeah. all his own damn music. He is a rapper. He just plays yeah. his music and his friend's music. So he doesn't, he'll never have to worry about shit like that. But somebody like uh, Maximilian, who plays a lot of like video game music, a lot of that shit, like he worked on Killer Instinct. I don't mean he could just play Killer Instinct shit. He don't own that music. Yeah. Like it's, it's very deep and it's very dumb at the end of the day. But copyright is copyright. Ownership is ownership. And it's a, it's a lot of red tape that you got to dance around, but dance you must. But I think it's a good thing that you talk about ownership and red tape, because our next topic is something I am uh, heated, to say the least, about. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you start off, oh, my so, man. So let's, I don't give a fuck about what his name is. Oh, but no, he, no, 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 no. We have to say, look. Uh, what, what's uh, his name? Please okay. tell me his name. So uh, also for a couple days ago, or I guess about a week ago at the time y'all are hearing this, uh, Alex Hutchinson, uh, who is a creative director at uh, SG&E Montreal Studios, who is uh, he uh, he previously has worked on stuff like Journey to the Savage Planet, Far Cry 4, Assassin's Creed 3, Spore, Sims 2, all of that. And uh, he also has uh, worked a lot with the Google Stadia. And uh, he had a very controversial tweet. Uh, on October 22nd, which uh, actually a string of extremely controversial tweets. And what he said was streamers worried about their content uh, pulled because uh, streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they used music they didn't pay for should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. It's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. 
The real truth is that the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. Essentially insinuating that on top of purchasing a video game, if you wish to stream it, you should be you should have to buy a license to be able to stream that game and make money off of it because you are essentially making money off of something that which is money that should be going to publishers and developers. I know you've been wanting to rip into this guy for a couple of days. I would just let you have Adam. This is coming from a fucker that is helping with the stadium. Oh, it's got a no. current <laughs> player base of 20 people and they all work at Google. Shut the hell up. Shut, 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 shut up, man. <laughs> In the words of Joe Biden, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. One, if I buy a physical copy of a game, if I'm streaming for my PS4, my Switch, um, whatever, if I'm streaming for that, I bought a physical version of that game that means i can do whatever i want with that game and if that includes streaming it well by golly i'm gonna stream it not paying the developers i already paid them i paid them my 60 and some change for the game like i'm sorry and i'm already on, on top of that if it's an online game i paid my uh, unless you're playing on steam a uh, shout out because we don't have to pay for internet um i already paid for access for online i paid for access for the game Shut up, Alex. I'm not paying Google Stadia to stream my games because I don't believe in streaming games because you're just going to deteriorate it over the internet. Stupid. Number two, how dare you? How dare you? You upset. Mad, mad that nobody's playing on the Stadia, which like literally thrives on the idea that it's like, oh, well, you buy this box and then you never have to buy a box. You never have to buy a game again. That's not how it works. You're trying to recoup the cost of buying all these licenses and uh, abilities to play these games for free, mind you. Um, which there's gonna be there's gonna be an underlying cost because I guarantee you, if I got a Stadia right now, I'd have to pay for the sh the shipping of that box because it's it's a console. It, it's a it's an it's a non-console console. So I gotta pay for it to get here. And on top of that, there's probably going to be like, oh, yeah, you do have free access, but you might not be able to save your games. Or there's free access. You have to connect to a server. If you pay a premium cost, you can get better access to the server. So it's not free. There's no downloads. False. There are downloads. I have to download the game or I have to download the access to stream it, which you're streaming a, a 60 to 120 gig game. Are you kidding me? At least when PlayStation gives us free games for PlayStation Plus or Xbox does it for Game Pass, you, you freaking download the entirety of the game on your console so you're not streaming it, which is going to ruin your game. PlayStation learned that lesson when they did PlayStation Now, which allowed you to stream the game online acting like your PS4 was a PS3. They realized that's a terrible idea. That's why they're not, in, that's why they're not advertising it that much. For some people it works, for a lot it doesn't, because a lot of console players do not believe in hardwiring their system. And that's on them. Hell, Nintendo don't believe in hardwiring their system. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, you are telling people on Twitch who are making their livelihoods doing this, that they have to pay an extra cost so they can play the game when they've already done it? Only the license was already bought when I downloaded the whole thing. When I paid Steam, when I paid PlayStation, when I paid Nintendo, if I ever in my life paid why, Microsoft. Why, why did, I'm about to say, why didn't you say when you paid Xbox? <laughs> bro, I haven't paid Xbox shit. Go, go ahead, bro. <laughs> but like, what I'm saying is, you already pay for the licensing. You already pay for the usage. You're already paying for the, the game. The game is done. The game is mine. Go cry in your box of Cheerios. Ain't nobody coming to play the Google Stadia. The biggest game y'all talking about is PUBG, which has already lost a huge player base. And then the second game was Destiny 2, which is 
free to play everywhere. Bruh, shut up. You're ruining Alex's name. <laughs> so, I, I just want to point out that um, one of his biggest talking points was that streamers are making money uh, off of playing these games and the one thing that he refuted was people ever everyone had the same this is free advertising for them yeah. and he said no this is not free advertising like they're t they're stealing money away from publishers and developers go tell that go tell everyone at epic that yeah. ninja, that ninja is still <laughs> is stealing money from fortnite go tell the developers of among us that who the people who their second game said and you know what? oh yeah we're gonna scrap among us two so we can put more effort into among us one yeah like like literally like this game had a it had a resurgence after two years because of streamers go tell the creators of fall guys that people streaming their game was Didn't taking make money me from spend them. 40 dollars to buy it twice listen does Ninja make millions of dollars to play Fortnite? Yes, he does. Does Adidas brand? Very true. But I'm talking about just like what he gets paid, like directly yeah. from Twitch. Yes. Does he make millions from playing Fortnite? Yes. Did Shroud make millions from playing Fortnite? Yes. Did Tim the Tapman make millions from playing Fortnite? Yes. They are the top one percent of Twitch. If we take all the money they've earned, along with every single other person on twitch playing fortnite all the way down to twitch.tv forward slash pussy destroyer 3076 who just made his account 30 seconds ago and he's only got one stream of fortnite and hasn't earned a single penny on the platform if we take the collective oh money gained by all of those people in a year over 365 days over a year and put it up to how much money epic games made in that year from everything they've made off of fortnite b bucks purchases skin purchases or just purchases made like oh okay we're just talking fortnite so all the purchases made off of fortnite i guarantee you it's gonna be a couple mil it's gonna be tens maybe hundreds of millions maybe hundreds of millions to at least a billion at, at least. least at least at least a billion. I guarantee you that little bit of money in the grand scheme of things for Epic, they don't care because Bruh, streamers all they gotta are do, free. All they gotta do is drop a new skin. All they gotta do is drop a new skin, emote. Um, you know, they collab with somebody. They did Star Wars collabs. They did uh, rapper collabs. They did, they're doing a Marvel, huge Marvel collab right now. Epic ain't worried about that. Epic is is raking in the money from the advertisement for that game. And Alex Hutchinson specifically said streamers. Let me let me go back to it so I don't misquote it. Streamers worried about getting their content pulled because their used music they didn't pay for should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. First of all, if I'm streaming music from Spotify, nine times out of ten I'm paying for it. Yeah, I'm a Spotify premium account. So that's number one. Number two, games they didn't pay for. How are they playing the game? Every streamer on Twitch is not playing a pirated game. They they either bought the game physically, bought the game digitally, or the company sent them the game for free. And the reason they didn't need to pay for it is because the company that made the game realizes that, damn, if this streamer really enjoys our game, then maybe the people who watches his stream will also buy the game. And yeah, we, that's one free copy we gave away but it could potentially lead to hundreds that hundreds potentially thousands maybe tens or hundreds of thousands of purchases of our game because they understand the purchasing power and the influence of streamers i had no interest in among us until i saw streamers play it and saw how fun it was i had no interest in fall guys until i saw streamers playing it and i loved it they have real influence they have real influence among this. I have never played a Monster Hunter game before. It was not until I saw Maximilian play it with all of his friends. I'm like, damn, that shit looks tight. And I fucking bought it. Streamers have influence in this. That's why they get these fucking brand deals. That's why they get these big contracts to stay on the platform. That's why there's so many. That's why Google and Facebook 
and all these other companies are trying to get into streaming because they realize there's a bag there. And in America, one of the most capitalist countries on the fucking planet, every business that bag. Every business has two monikers when it comes to making money. Make a lot of it without spending a lot of it. How do you make a lot of money in gaming? Have a lot of people buy your game. How do you not spend a lot of money doing it? Give free product away to the streamers to market it for free to their player bases to then make you more money. It's literally mm -hmm. a foolproof method because if you make a good game and you let the streamers play it and they enjoy your game, the people playing the game <laughs> that's watching the play of the game will buy the game. And for what him to just act like that doesn't exist, is one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest upturns in the last I'd say two years less than that probably mm -hmm. Apex Legends yeah Apex Legends was a shadow drop and on top of it being a shadow drop the first instance of someone playing it was on Twitch yeah and then EA came out and was like oh it's also free that, that shit blew up overnight right and it's still going big Fortnite, free game, blew up. Hell, Call fuck, of Duty, fuck Call of Duty the, Warzone. Fuck the big ones. Let's talk about one of the biggest ones, Genshin Impact. Jesus Christ! The people who were playing, y'all didn't play Hokai Impact. I did. I mean, I I, when I say y'all, I mean the mass majority of. Course. I know, but I was like, me and Kayla were talking about. It, I was like, actually, I still have Hokai Impact installed on my phone right now. But it's like nobody <laughs> was checking for Genshin Impact. No. Like well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like like you look at these people like these streamers who are like, yeah, I'll I'll give it a shot and they haven't streamed anything but Genshin for the last 3 weeks. You don't think that's influenced people to download it, especially since it was free? You don't think it being a gotcha game, you don't think they made a couple dollars off of that? Easy. Really? Easy. Really? And let's look look. If I go to GameStop and I want to buy a game stream as soon as they get, they take my money out of my bank account, and they hand me a game with a receipt, and I walk out that door, that is the end of that transaction. That anything, anything that I do with that game from that point is my property. My profit. As long as I am not trying to say that I own this game or I am responsible for the intellectual property of this game, I'm not saying that. But this particular copy of this game, the box, the game, the data, it's mine. I have the right to do with it what I want. For example, if I go to McDonald's, I don't own the Big Mac. That's McDonald's intellectual property. But if I, I own the sandwich I bought, <laughs> but if I buy a Big Mac and I give them the money and they give me the sandwich, I just paid for a service. I received that service. I received that item, it is now mine. If I go and make a video about the Big Mac, a review or whatever, and it gets millions, millions, hundreds, tens of hundreds of millions of views, and I make money from that, I don't owe McDonald's none of that. I don't owe McDonald's none of that shit. They can't sue me over that. I made that money with something that I bought. Especially if I have the receipt to prove that I bought it. I don't owe them any of that. That's the end of that transaction. Like, you... I just don't understand how he could be this this dense about something like this. And the funniest fucking thing is, like, after he went on this tirade, his last tweet, which was on October 22nd, he has not tweeted since, he says, anyways, gonna hop online and stream some Fall Guys. Who's up for it? Did you pay Fall Guys for that? Every comment. <laughs> Did you pay for that license? Are you gonna send? Uh, if you know, are we gonna? Are you gonna send money to that? <laughs> Did you finish the marriage? <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> Did you finish the marriage? Like, and he's like, he goes on to say, like, amazing to me that people are upset at someone saying that the creators of content should be allowed to make some money from other people using their content for profit. They did. Do you do you not understand how royalties work? Do you? Do, okay, homie. Um, let's let's uh, let's do something simple. Um, voice actors. Uh, voice actors make royalties off streams of their uh, their content. Um, every time an author author only makes one book, like well, 
makes multiple books, but an author writes one book and gets royalties for every purchase. Um, artists typically get, you know, royalties for every time that song is played. Think about that annoying ass commercial that you feel like you see 30 times a day. Everyone in that commercial is getting paid every time you every see Every time it. that thing plays. Every time I click Steam or I buy something on Steam, that business just got a freaking dollar sign sent to their account, their offshore account. Don't worry about them. They got their bag. You know what's a really good comparison to this? People saying that the minimum wage should be raised to $15. And it's like, ah, I don't really think it matters because if we raise the minimum wage to $15, it's only going to raise the cost of living to match what it is and nothing will have changed. What you need no. to do is you need to hold these companies accountable and have them actually pay their employees a living wage no matter what minimum wage is because it makes no sense. Like, okay, in America, because I know a lot of our uh, listenership isn't doesn't live in America, so I have to start clarifying stuff. They're in Ireland. Yeah, shout out to our Irish homies. Uh, <laughs> top of the morning to you and all that. Uh, or is that Scotland? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I got off, I got off topic. But anyways, in America, when you go to a restaurant, right? You come in, they seat you. You order the food, they bring you the food, you eat the food, and now it comes time to pay. Now, like the business we just talked about, you are paying for a service. You also have the opportunity to tip the waiter. Waiters usually make pretty bottom of the barrel, uh, bottom of the barrel um, wages. They they literally make yeah. minimum wage or damn near close to it. Where we live, because uh, it's different all over America, uh, minimum wage where we live is $7.25. So if someone is making $7.25 an hour and you don't tip, you're kind of viewed as an asshole. Yeah. But the reality yeah. of the situation is I'm all like... I'm already paying for this meal. Why should I pay more? Why do I need to pay? Why is it on me to make sure you need to be paid accurately when you work for a billion dollar company? That should be doing it already. That should already be paying you a living wage. Or you have other companies like uh, Starbucks, for example. If you tip one barista, you, do, you can't tip a barista. You're tipping the store. You're tipping the store. So literally, as we speak, uh, my, my girlfriend who works at a Starbucks is sorting out tips. So if you have one barista that did a really good job and you give them a 20 just because you really want to show their appreciation, you're not giving that barista 20 bucks. You're giving that store 20 bucks that will then be divided between X amount of employees at the, at the end of that week. I don't, I, it irks me to see billion dollar companies bitch and moan about not getting every dollar when they have hundreds thousands potentially tens to hundreds of thousands of employees that are just scraping by yeah and these same companies not paying any taxes like you have you've got people like randy pitchford over at gearbox that's promising people um, you know, raises, bonuses, bonuses and, and raises. raises. And it's like, oh, Borderlands 3 took a lot longer and a lot more to develop than we thought we would. Remember that raise I told you about? Nah, never mind. Yeah. And ask you live up the that asshole lives up the street from you. That's the funny thing. He lives like 15 minutes away from you. <laughs> yeah. But um but hey, yeah. Randy, I'm coming. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, he's not. He's not. He's, but um, excuse me. But I, I hate that, man. I hate that these, like, everybody wants every single dollar. And this this happens in so many different fields. Like, we talked about it earlier, and I, I guess I'll bring it up now. I said I would save it. Netflix, as a perfect example. Back in the day, there was, like, <laughs> I'm going to really date myself. Remember when Netflix would send you, like, DVDs? Yes, it's how I got a copy of Sonic, uh, the Sonic Saturday Morning Cartoon. Uh, I got volume one, part one. I got like four episodes. I canceled my subscription and I kept the DVD. 
I like Netflix and yet to find me. <laughs> Netflix, hey, you just put it on. Well, I guess that's. Hey, I'm, ar- I'm already paying. I'm already paying for Netflix. Wait, so they already got my money. Wait, what year was this? This was oh was, shit. Was this... how how long ago was when you when uh, Netflix was sending was mailing you DVDs? Here's the thing: was it before or after 2010? before statue limitations you're good uh so you gotta you gotta know if, if they get got you in 10 years they can't get you is this the, but here's the thing right like uh you used to get dvds from netflix before they were even really a big streaming giant but when they first got into streaming and first got big there were only really two big streaming platforms there was netflix and hulu and they had all types of shit they had uh, the office, you know, what were people mm. clamoring over friends, like stuff yeah. like that. But then all these companies got hip to it. They're like, wait a minute, they're making billions of dollars off of our shit. Yeah. So we can just take our shit, make our own streaming service, and cut out the middleman and make that money. So, like I said, there used to be two there was Netflix and there was Hulu. What is there now? You got Netflix. Every, no, every single every single channel has their own. Yeah, Netflix, Hulu, AMC Plus, HBO Max, Disney Plus, ESPN Cartoon Plus, Network, Card Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Everyone's got Everyone. their streaming service now. And it's really easy. It's really Adult Swim has their own streaming thing. Like if they have an app where you can access your, you know, DVR or whatever channel on your phone, my Roku's got it most likely. And and it's that simple. Also, another uh, another thing, people are starting to gravitate away from this traditional, here's a service, here's a cost, and that's the end of the thing. Everything yeah. is a monthly subscription now. Yeah. Everything's a monthly subscription. Like It's almost like you're paying like hundreds of dollars a month just for entertainment. Like even in gaming, like PlayStation is moving like uh Ubisoft or, did it, Origins doing it, Xbox, or Origins been doing it. Um Xbox but like, put yeah. all their eggs in the fucking game pass. Bro, did you see they just put uh Rainbow Six on there? Siege? Yeah. Oh they wow. Just put Rainbow Six Siege on no, the game. No, I pass. didn't know that. Yeah, they just did that. Um that was I think either today or yesterday. But like that's what I mean. Like you play like and uh, the interesting thing is they always they <laughs> the funny thing is they always do the same thing. But I feel like you play and Origin do it differently. Right. Um whereas like PlayStation is you know you can get the premium, you get like two free games a month. Um and then you get the online access. Right. But on top of that, you get like deals. Um, and sometimes you can get like freebies or you get deals, you know, discounts in the store. With um with Microsoft, I don't really know how much it works because I don't believe in giving them more money than they already have. Um, but it looks like you're just paying a subscription service for a library of games. Right that uh can exchange that uh that change or get added to on top of the fact that you get i think if it's gold you get two free games as well right um the interesting thing is like with origin and ubisoft ubisoft just rolled out their ubis their uplay plus thing they did that a little bit earlier this year um when e3 should have been they did that they did their uplay connect thing and they're doing what origin did which was you pay a subscription fee, you pay like, I think it was like 15 bucks a month. Um, and you get access to the entire library of their games. But you also get access to the better tiers of those games. So if I did it, I would get Assassin's Creed Origins, but I already have Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Now you have Assassin's Creed Origins Gold Edition, which had the season pass and all the extra goodies that came along with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have Division 2? Well, guess what? Bam, you got that uh, that DLC that you've been waiting for um, for free, even though you're paying 50 bucks a month for it, but it's already added. Ghost Recon. Oh, that's cool. You, have, uh, you only have a few operators? Boom, now you have all of the operators. And now and then on top of that, it's now a because you're paying the subscription service. Guess what? Valhalla, you get it day one. And you get the best version of it. Legion, day one. You get the best version of it. Immortals, day one. You get the best version of it. And you never you know, really get anything for free because you're still paying monthly. You you are still paying for monthly, but you do get the option to pay for it um, 
you know, by yourself. But I say that, but I say that because it's just further disproves Alex Hutchinson's point of streamers playing games that they got for free. Like, I don't, I don't understand why he thinks people are getting these games for free and then just making all this money off of it. Because honestly, if we really think about the people he's referring to that are making a lot of money off of these games, that is like the 1%. Like, what about, like, when, if we went live right now and played Monster Hunter, we're not making a ton of money. Like, like the guy, like, really, the guy that uh, bought, uh, hell, what's a game? The guy that bought Persona 5 Royal and he's going to stream it. Are you really going to make, are you really going to have Atlas go, or Atlas or Sega go make the guy pay 150 Licenses are expensive. No, and besides, that guy's going to turn around and go, hey, number one, fix P4 Golden, and number two, where's Scramble? <laughs> and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, huh, mm, you got it." If any company is dumb enough to listen to what Alex Hutchinson has to say and try it, I'm, I'm talking to you, EA. If any company is dumb enough to try shit, you know what, what's gonna happen? Just go play something else. Yeah. Like it's not that deep. Like if if I not. can't stream this game, I won't stream this game. If I'm not contractually obligated to stream this game, I'm gonna stream another fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like, and you want to talk about it. We need to talk about the opposite of how this works. We talked about how much inf- uh, how influential streamers are when it comes to games to play. That works both ways. If a streamer tells you not to play a game or points out all the deficiencies in a game, that'll make you not want to play the shit. Whoa, um, what is it? One of my, um, one of my favorite YouTubes, uh, YouTubes, uh, I can't even think of their name, but every time a new game is about to come out, they go, before you buy... Oh yeah, and it's like the this with the character. Yeah, and it's got like the character. Head. Yeah, and so it he'll you know they'll go through the entire game or not the entire game but a good chunk of it, and they'll tell you the pros and cons. They'll go, hey, if you're expecting this, you're gonna get that. If you're you're waiting for this, you're gonna have to wait for that. To do this, you got to do that, and it'll point out the pros and cons of the game. I've watched a few of those a few of those videos and they have stopped me from bank playing a game Hell, because it's like, you know what? I don't want that. Let's go back to the 1% thing, right? So if he's focusing mainly on like the 1%, the the ninja when I say 1%, I mean like Ninja Shroud and Tim. That's like the yep. no that's like the 1% on Twitch. So let's go back to the 1%. Remember when there was that Fortnite update that just nobody fucked with? So the big like the the league the 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 bigs of Fortnite were just like, fuck it, we're not gonna play Fortnite, we're gonna play Uno. And they just played Uno for like three weeks and like Fortnite's mm-hmm. player base went like through the crapshoot and then they fixed it and everybody went back to Fortnite. Mm-hmm. The opinions of the influencers are, and I hate using that term, but it's essentially what they are. They're influencers. And they, what their word is very powerful, especially if they're extremely passionate about your product. Like, for example, mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be Fortnite. It doesn't always have to be Call of Duty. It could be Pokemon. Like, if, um, if we've, we've talked about how we have so many issues with Pokemon, and part of the reason they don't get fixed is because the people who make a lot of content about Pokemon don't really speak out on these issues. If they did, they'd probably get fixed because they would listen. They yeah. think it's okay, so the people who look to them to see if the game is okay think it's okay, and, and shit never gets fixed. But um, I, I think it's funny that we we talked about like all the different like streaming services there are because like think about like how many you we personally have. Like I pay for Netflix, I pay for Hulu. No, I, I have the Hulu plan that comes with like Hulu, ESPN, and Disney. So I have yeah. that. I have because I only use Hulu and ESPN. I don't really use uh. I don't really use Disney Plus. I used it to watch the the supercut of Endgame, and that was about it. <laughs> but uh, the the the, the but like no, four like, hour supercut. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm thinking of that to myself because I was like, I have Spotify, I've got Netflix, Hulu. Um, I don't pay for Disney Plus because my mom does. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking of all the services oh, I have. Crunchyroll. Crunchy. Oh Lord, I pay for Verve. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I I just I just I just got rid of my Funimation account because it was just five bucks. I wasn't I wasn't using. Yeah. And um, I man, I got rid of I got rid of a big monthly expenditure. What was that? Humble Bundle. Oh, yeah, you have had Humble Bundle for a while. I've had Humble Bundle for a while. And I personally and, you know, it's nothing against it's nothing against like, um, 
the organization or anything and I obviously I, I still support the cause that they're doing it because everything you're donating is going to charities it's not like it's going to um just some, to, yeah it's not going to a corporation or just to fill some dude's pockets it's going to charities so all the money is going for a really really good cause um but it was just you know it was like 13 or 13 14 15 bucks a month and me personally it's just like the game selection just kept going down and down and down yeah. and it used to be like um because it started you know i want to say either last year or really early this year um they started doing the 10 choices so you'd have like 10 games you could choose from and um then you'd have like the little extra dmr DM, drm free games um and there'd only be like one game out of like the 10 that i'd really really want mm-hmm. and the rest would just be a bunch of crap shoots and it's nothing against them it's just you know when i started it i was making you know i was getting game after game after game after game that i was like oh put that in the library put that in the library i got i got origin i got assassin's creed origins from humble bundle like that is a triple a title right there like it's just a lot of games i was getting and i was actually having fun with and then i just got to the point where i was like this is a whole 10 pack and i don't want any of yeah and i was getting that month after month and i was like you know what i've been supporting them for a few years now i think i'm good and i you know it's crazy i still have a library filled with keys that i've yet to use i you gave me a few of them yeah like i've, I've given you i've given diamond i've given jamie I've, like i have a yeah, plethora like, I of remember games you gave diamond kerbal space program and you gave yeah me, uh, you gave me metal gear solid five yeah and then i gave i think i gave um i think i gave diamond um was it, what or did i give you uh fucking oh, what was it deus ex I think I gave one of you that Deus Ex. That might have been Diamond because I don't have Deus Ex. Yeah, but like I gave, like, but like that's what I mean. And that yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like Deus Ex, uh, human or mankind. like mankind divided. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was a newer one. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I had just gotten it, and I already, I already have both of them. Yeah, but like, it was, it just got to the point. Where I was just like, you know what, it's cool. But there that were, was like, there were some it was heavy like twenty. Hitters. Yeah, there were some really good games. Like, one of the biggest pet peeves I have, and I know this is, like, super off-topic, Earth Defense Force. <laughs> I have all the DLC for Earth Defense Force, <laughs> but I don't have the base game. <laughs> so Humble Bundle gave me, like, all of the DLC. Like, it took up, like, a page. And I was like, yo, I need to just scroll through, and I'll get to the base game. Never found it never found it that's crazy <laughs> and so it makes me want to go buy earth defense force so i can justify opening all of the dlc <laughs> you know what's funny Ooh. like there are a lot of like services like that kind of are in that like 5 to 15 range there mm-hmm. are like you want to know what my most expensive uh mo- monthly expenses mm. adobe uh the adobe suite because i have the adobe so adobe sets it up to where like you can get the photography key. That's mm-hmm. only like 15 a bucks, but it only comes with like Photoshop and Lightroom. Mm-hmm. You could get the, the artist one where it comes with like Illustrator and all the drawing stuff. But for, if you're a video editor, they don't have a video editing one. They make you get the suite. It, I pay $60 a month, but I get but I get stock in Adobe and I get oh. every single fucking program they have. But the only one that I use is I use a I use Premiere to edit our podcast and streams or anything else that I need to edit. I use Photoshop every blue moon and mm. I, and I need to learn how to use after effects, but I just don't have the time between the podcast and my it stuff. But I, mm. I, I just don't have the time to sit down and really learn how to use that, but I will eventually, but like, like it, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I, I will go on record I used to not pay for Adobe. I used to just do what all the YouTubers did and find a way, an alternative way of using Adobe. But that's when you do that, you don't get the updates. You don't get the new stuff. You don't get the, you know, so I had to pay for it. So it's fine. But but that's just, again, to uh, to assume that people aren't paying for these services, aren't yeah. paying for these games is absolutely asinine. Yeah, like you can't. Damn, that was the word I was about to use. It's like it's just asinine. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's completely idiotic to sit here and think that somebody got a game for free 
and ain't paying for it. And ain't paying for it in some way, shape or form, right? Because it's like, if you're gonna do this for Twitch streamers, are you gonna do this for YouTubers? Are you gonna make them get a license to review your game? Do they have to get a license to critique your game? Do they have to get a license to give walkthroughs on your game? And then, like, that's such a, it's such a dumb idea because it's like, look, there are gonna be people that are gonna play this game regardless. There's always that person that's gonna do it. There's gonna be people that aren't gonna play that game. Like, let, let's look at it this way, like with Fortnite. Right. Let's look at Ninja specifically. He may not have paid for that game. And maybe he just, uh, to get all the things he gets in the game, he just uses the, the revenue and the income that he gets from it. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. But he has to play that game now. It's very true. That's time he's he's paying for. It's very true. Like, he's not going to get, he doesn't get to just, like, hit a stopwatch and go, all right, my life is on pause for the next four hours while I play uh, Fortnite to make this couple mil real quick and then I guess to unpause and keep his lifespan you know yeah. like he's paying he is paying for that time I will say this though I I really hope Twitch handles this the right way because this is a very slippery slope because yeah. they're only referring to like music in the background of your stream what about notifications like, yeah. what if Funimation comes to like, hey, you can't use that Dragon Ball Z GIF as your thing because it's like, if like, look, if you make a notification, a really funny donation notification and people mm. donate to you to see it and it's like Dragon Ball Z related and then Funimation or Toei is like, yo, uh, you can't do that. <laughs> you, yeah. You're making money off of our shit. Again, you can't prove you're not. Yeah. Like, like it's a very slippery slope. Like, what can you not have something as your profile picture now? Like, it's an extremely. We just mm -hmm. talked about how these companies can make, can they, they can mobilize to make it to where everything that has any aspect of their IPs in it, they want to make money off of. If there's any money coming out of it, and it's a very slippery slope. And I don't want Twitch to become that. I, I am wondering, like, doesn't Amazon have a music streaming? Pro, uh, music streaming yeah, platform. Yeah, they have a. Yeah, they do. It would Amazon be. Music. I'm surprised they haven't like. Uh, so Incorporated. They, that. Yeah, like to be like, well, you know, we'll we'll hire a team to go through that, and and as long as you're listening to music off of Amazon, whatever, uh, mm -hmm. you're you're Gucci. I'm surprised they haven't done something like that, or maybe something like that will come in the future, but. Because like honestly, that'd be pretty impressive. Because that would that would save league uh, the legate the litigation of it. You know, it's like oh well, they're using it through the Prime service. Mm -hmm. And you know, they're uh, already paying for the they're paying for the license if you use if you're getting uh, if you're a Prime member, you're paying for that. There was a streamer I watched. Her name's Barefoot Tasha. One every now and then, she uh, she watches movies with her with her chat. But what you have to do is she has to buy the movie off of Amazon and everyone who watches it has to buy the movie on Amazon and then they can watch it together. It seems a little crazy and a little, it kind of defeats the point, but Amazon's making their money. Also, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, Amazon has partnered with the NFL and what you can do now is certain streamers will watch NFL games on their stream. And I mean, that's viewership. Yeah. that's viewership i mean it's cool like it's 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 viewership it's legitimate viewership and it, like i said they've already tried this with youtube and with the uh what do you call it apocalypse yeah adpocalypse and uh that was basically google's fault but um they they no not even adpocalypse this was way before adpocalypse this was basically people saying that you should have to you can't you can't make money off of a game that you're like critiquing or whatever or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, the the developers were like, "No. We want people to play our game on YouTube. We want people to critique our game on YouTube. That's that's how we change our that's how we get our updates." Say, say, <laughs> like, it, with, say it with me, kids. Free advertisement. Like no like, no company's going to say no to free you wanna, advertisement. You want to know how influential an opinion can be? most prime example it's one twitter account i bring this up every freaking time can you pet the dog in this game 
There are games that make specific updates to appease a Twitter account. Fire Emblem Three Houses was already the most successful Fire Emblem game ever made. And one of and the complaints of that game was that you can't cannot, the cats you can't pet the cats and dogs around <laughs> Garrick Bach Monastery. And when the DLC came out or the first expansion came out, what was one what of the changes they do? made? You can pet the dogs and cats. We still can't pet them, but you can like feed them fish and shit. But like Ghost of Shishima. Yeah. Got their first big, big update right before the legends dropped. So you could pet the dog. On top of being able to pet the ghost dog and getting a dog companion ability. And you know, the funny thing is like, we're all, we're only talking about streaming and we're talking about how streaming is free advertising. You know what else is free advertisement? When you have a really cool character and everyone does fan art of it. And that fan art goes to Twitter and it's getting 10, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of retweets. People really like it. People start making lore. People start making fanfics, fan art, all that stuff, memes. Like, dog, I literally watched Darling in the Franks just to understand the memes. <laughs> I watched Darling in the Franks because I like Darling in the Franks. I mean, I love Darling in the Franks. Uh, uh, Ichigo did everything wrong. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I watched, uh, like, there are a lot of people who watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure just to see what the fucking memes are, are for yeah is that a jojo reference what does that mean oh this is, this is from the 80s there's no form of bad advertisement there's really not especially no. free advertisement but um uh, at the end of the day alex hutcherson the ceo of freezing cold takes i look we're Shut already up. we're <laughs> already 56 minutes in and i, I could if i say this it could add, easily add another hour to this and i don't want to do that but i will say he had two more freezing cold takes in his lifetime that are just hilarious uh one he said it's harder to develop female characters in video games Ooh, ooh, don't get me started on some g shit and the funniest one to be actually fuck uh, i forgot it uh what was it it was female oh oh <laughs> he said that he feels like it's harder to develop games in english because of racism because people prefer to play japanese games and they give the benefit of the doubt to japanese developers yeah he said that shit like no no not satirically there was no satire anywhere near the area code of that comment he and the dog. Let me let me just. Oh no! For for those of you that are uh, audio only, Chris just took his glasses off like uh, <laughs> like like the uh, the mind conf uh, thing. <laughs> what? So listen, I kind of understand what he's trying to say. He's oh, first of all, he also called Japanese gibberish. But uh, what he, which is which is funny since he's Australian. But anyways, uh, <laughs> look, the, what he's trying to say is that he suck a tree. What he's trying to say is he feels like Japanese development companies get the benefit of the doubt because people like Japanese games more than they like English games, which is kind of true most of my favorite development companies are japanese shout out to capcom shout out to square enix shout out to atlas you know all of these people but at the same time they don't get the benefit of the doubt i criticize them even harder because my standards are a lot higher for them than a lot of american development companies you can't just put out a lackluster final fantasy you can't put out a lackluster persona you can't put out a lackluster marvel versus capcom they already did that and you saw the response so to say that they get the benefit of the doubt is just you being butthurt like maybe if you learn to write a good story then maybe you know some of your games but i mean because like what have you worked on let's go back to it alex what have you worked on you worked on far cry 4 haven't played it assassin's creed 3 played it it wasn't that great spores nigga stop sims 2 all right whatever man Pro, but, don't even get me started on assassin's creed 3 because that is one of the assassin creeds that i saw was the downfall the downfall according to most people after assassin's creed like what was the downfall and then the resurgence was like black flag but then the most common thing i see about black flag is like it was a great pirate game just not a great assassin's yeah, creed game. An amazing pirate game it's not a great assassin's creed game. it's not a great assassin's creed game. i think it's... 
I, I can't. No, I'm I not. Can't. I'm not gonna do this. We can't I'm not do it. Do we just I'm hit the hour mark. We no. can't. I know. We I'm can't. gonna. I'm gonna breathe it out. I'm gonna breathe my opinion out, and maybe one day we'll have an episode where I can one, just talk about Assassin's Creed all day. One question. I am, especially since Valhalla is right around the corner. I yeah. am seeing quite a bit of Creed, an arbitrarily large amount of Creed, if you will. However, I am having a difficult time locating the assassin. Bruh, you know what the fuck, <laughs> Hall of Fame right there. And you know what's funny? I saw the same thing. I, I, we were watching the trailer together, and I was just like, man, man, like, I love Vikings, but, like, where's the assassin? <laughs> Like, like taking Bro, a broad axe and cutting someone in half is not very stealthy. <laughs> like <laughs> a mouse. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, that's going to be it for this episode of the In-Game Grind Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you enjoyed the podcast and you enjoyed the conversation, make sure you leave us a like, comment, subscribe, and follow us. You can catch us every week, Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central Time, Apple Podcasts, uh stitcher radio spotify anywhere the podcasts are found go vote go vote go vote go vote go vote please we will see you guys on the next one but until then it's been the in-game grind podcast we out of here later see ya